0: i'm here with shannon my beautiful wife and apparently
1: a year older
0: a year older because shannon had a birthday another
1: another trip around the sun
0: yes she had a birthday so happy birthday to pookie um you know i know what? you had a, a a good birthday we were in savannah we got to see um, the chosen christmas special really enjoyed uh, just a kind of a brief stop there and then enjoyed kind of our, our Birthday weekend there. Um, so yeah, happy birthday.
1: Um, I'm a little t- disturbed by the fact that I'm two years away from 50, so it feels weird. Yeah,
0: that's just, n- that's so nothing. And people look at us and they're like, there's no way you're close to Hobby, that age. Why do
1: you think people think that? I mean, that? well... What they're surprised they're under? surprised
0: that i'm 10 years younger than you so they're always surprised by oh that oh my gosh and <laughs> you're gray and
1: your hair and your beard give your age away
0: no because people still actually think we're young i mean we get that a lot like how do you have two grown kids who are both married they're like they don't get that but we were married when we were 10 years old so oh super young. oh my gosh
1: young. stop spreading lies. anyways
0: um, we weren't doing that we're probably gonna have a shorter episode um this time around i'm not sure maybe it's a it's a minimal sh- uh, short episode i don't know our episodes are already short on our podcast to yeah. begin with so um but so those of you want to know with the marriage lab we are um uh passing through. Uh, no in florida and then we'll be in florida for a couple of weeks i don't know for actually no through the end of the through the end of the year oh yeah yeah we'll be celebrating new years in florida Ooh. yeah yeah so um if you're in florida i mean florida is really big um yeah so but either way hopefully you maybe you see us, us on the us road or you out. See us pass out, us. but we'd love to know who is in florida um yeah. even though we may not be able to connect or see you or uh, have you come to the marriage lab uh, we'd love to know who is there so it's been good. Um, we are making some changes next year as w- the marriage lab as we yes. go. We're still going to be doing a lot of the great things we're doing, but focusing on boot camps. So be ready because boot camps are coming and we're going to be doing boot camps. Um, the goal is right now we'll have one to maybe two a month, but at least one a month of a boot camp taking place. Um, and so it is the greatest opportunity in place uh, for you to connect into. That we have seen marriages be changed and transformed because of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So be on the lookout for that. I think a lot of good things are happening there. So I'm going to ask you a question, Jan, real quick. I know we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to ask you this question. I may and or actually, may not answer. It's actually one that I got from uh, a podcast I looked, listened to called The Greatness Academy or School of Greatness, and Lewis Howes asked this question often. I just wanted to ask it of you, so I'm kind of stealing a little bit from him, but I won't use it all the time. Uh, he uses it on every podcast. But let's say... Do you
1: feel <clears> that you're talking really fast? Yeah, I probably you're, am. you're kind of scaring me so a little let's,
0: bit. So right now, like, let's say you've done all this work, and you've worked with marriages, and you've helped people, and mm-hmm. you've done all this, but you've come to kind of the end of your life, and there's, there's actually all your work is gone. All the things that you'd be remembered for are no longer here. Like everything you've written, or you posted, or you wrote about is no longer here. Why? What happened to it? What three things would you tell people? Like if they couldn't read anything you ever wrote or any post or anything you've ever done, what are the three key things that you would tell somebody? The things you want them to remember about marriage?
1: Just about marriage? hmm Oh. Um, you can't do marriage alone. So your relationship with God is foundational. You have to learn to laugh. And three? Ooh. Um remember that there's a person behind the problem and remember to to treat each other with kindness that was that was kind of a four but i um i think that we get so angry at the things that happen in our marriage that we have to remember there's a person behind that yeah um with real feelings and emotions so yeah. treat treat each other kindly and gently
0: yeah that's good Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. that's good yeah
0: And you actually led into kind of a little bit of what I wanted to talk about today, which was this idea um, around, you talked about like the person's not the problem, right? Mm -hmm. So, and that's exactly what I wanted to talk about. So very good. We didn't even plan that. Um, That people are not the issue. Like your spouse is not the issue, right? They are people, they're a person, right? with brokenness, with wounds, with struggles, with insecurities, with trying to figure things out as well. They may have issues, but it's a person first with issues. And I want you to remember that because I think sometimes we, we just see the person and then we envelop the problem around that person. Like all we see is the struggle or the issue or the difficulty or what we don't like. We don't see that they are a person first right? With emotions, with feelings, with hurts, with brokenness. I
1: think that we just let it go by the wayside, that we forget because we've become so invested in this marital relationship that we become so enraged by what's happening, that we're, we're just consumed by what the problem is, what they're not doing, and we forget the humanity side of marriage, that we're dealing with two broken people in an imperfect world trying to make a marriage last and mm-hmm. work and thrive mm-hmm. right
0: and i think that's a very good point and i think that's what we need to figure we, we uh, not we i think yeah well no we yes it is we all of us collectively i need to remember i this believe we have basis. to remember and this is the place that, that we've talked about before of empathy where empathy comes in like because it enables you to look past right not just having compassion or sympathy or oh saying oh i i yeah, I see what you're going through. I feel mm-hmm. for you. But truly carrying that with them to understand, like, here's a person, my spouse, who has some hurts and wounds from their past. And they're a, a person that's hurting. And they're my spouse. And, like, it may be causing certain issues in my marriage right now. It might be causing some disconnection or maybe lack of communication or we don't feel um, like... We're navigating this well, like whatever it may be causing, maybe it's causing separation. Maybe it's the reason why you guys are staring down, you know, like potentially separating or divorce. I don't know. But it's like stopping for a moment and recognizing there's a person that I'm called to love and Mm -hmm. to pursue and to give my life for. Who needs me right now? Mm -hmm. Um, Even though their actions might be
1: hurting, hurting a little
0: bit, they may Mm -hmm. be difficult for me to process. And they were. It could been an affair. It could have been like, and even in an affair, there's still a person behind that. And there's so many different reasons which we were not going to talk about on this episode, um, but of why. Mm -hmm. And but at the core of our of who we are and our humanity is there we're we are broken people. In need of a savior, in need of love, in need of grace, in need of forgiveness, and so the things that we face um, are typically birthed out of where we've been. And having a spouse who can see past the issue to the person mm-hmm. is can change everything.
1: Yeah, and we've seen marriages shift. On that one thing where they've learned to see past the problem and see the person and they've been able to I think thrive through those struggles through those really hard years and we've walked with people through really difficult things really really hard things and helping them see the person behind the problem has been I think a game-changer yeah. Um because it's not just about behavior modification. It's just not Javier, if you would just learn to not do these things that aggravate Shannon, if you would learn to treat her, if you would learn to say this to her, if you would learn not to do that thing that bothers her, then your marriage would be better. And yes, those things are great, but we're yeah. just modifying behavior and we're not getting to the root of yeah. the person yeah. and getting to the root of let, let's just remember that we're two human beings yeah in this marriage
0: yeah and here's the thing is like you we have we have so many people that we've worked with and and connected with who struggle with um, just things from your family of origin past hurts and wounds that are now you know brought into their marriage and it could be struggles addictions all these things and it's sometimes hard for the spouse on the other side to like be able to come alongside and really love them in the place that they're at because of how it's impacting them and i just want to tell you like not to get so serious but like we get it we hear you like we know that can be difficult so your choice is you can either buck and run and say this is mm-hmm. hard yeah i'm not getting what i want mm-hmm. uh, i'm not happy mm-hmm and ha- the happiness is not dependent upon whether... Or I whether, fell out of love. Or I fell out of love, which I, I we don't one. agree with because I think when people say that, it's then out it of... It sounds com- like an accident. Like, well, oops, no, I fell out, out of, of love. but it's out of convenience. It's done like, because I'm not getting what I want and my expectations aren't being met. And maybe right now, like, my desires aren't being met. And we're not telling you that your desires are wrong and that your desires shouldn't be met. But there are sometimes seasons in your marriage where it's a little bit imbalanced and maybe you are spending more time investing into your spouse because of something they're navigating and that's okay because you have a person in front of you who's deeply hurting and wounded and you get to love them. You get to pursue them. You get mm-hmm. to help them become all God has for them. You get to support them, to cheerlead them, to encourage them, mm-hmm. to speak life. You get to be that for them, um, to walk alongside them, to mm-hmm. hold them up. And that's a privilege, and that's an honor. Or you can leave.
1: Yeah, but guess what? Everywhere, anywhere else you go, there you are. So True. you can't you can't run from things and and the grass is not always greener because no, you'll get into a new marriage and you will encounter maybe not the same problems but you yeah. will have problems because and it's not
0: so much looking for something greener it's people e- escaping they are looking because for something easier Javier well, and
1: you know that No, they are not
0: looking for an easier person but no they're what looking they're for marriage to be is, easy for them yeah to be easier for them but yes. they're, they're they're looking to be able to not have to actually navigate their own issues mm-hmm. and struggles yes. because 100%. like, if I walk alongside them, um, it, it faces my own humanity, my own brokenness as well. Like, so the best thing you can do is you stay and you fight for your marriage, you fight for your spouse, you come into their world and understand, seek to understand, where they're at and what they're going through and how you best support them and how do you best love them in that moment. Um, I get it. It's not easy. But in the midst of that, in the midst of doing the right thing and loving your spouse, I believe that you then give them the freedom to be able to feel like, hey, I'm not alone. Yeah, I've got my spouse and even though like <laughs> I'm not doing things well or right or pursuing them well or right, they've got me.
1: Yeah, but it, it, it's a humbling and it's a laying down of your pride to be able to look at yourself and realize that just because my spouse might be amplifying bigger problems in our marriage right now or contributing to why there are problems, you are not problem free. Like you are not the, you do not glow in the dark. So when we lay down our pride and humble ourselves, remember and that's what I tell myself as much as there are some little things that irritate me that you do like the little things that the habits and things a lot of things I do yes but I have to remember there's things that I do that irritate you there's things that I do that maybe make you sad maybe there's things that maybe have disappointed you over the years and and remembering that you're not the only one that contributes the the problems to our marriage that I do too that's ownership
0: yeah yeah, and that's the thing of like, sometimes there's going to be an imbalance where you are maybe spending time investing in one spouse over the other because of a season that they're we've going through. We've had those through, seasons. And we've had those seasons. And I'm going to tell you on the other side of that, like when then, you know, I knew how I was supported and then Shannon needed like absolutely. And not because I have to, but I get to do that for her now, right? I get to love her in that way that she loved me in that season. And so again, we're going to wrap this one up a little bit shorter, but it's just really recognizing that um it's a person first yes it is a person who it has feelings right who is broken who is hurting who's navigating stuff and how can you sit back and look at like what's my opportunity right now to love this person radically in their season to love my spouse to come alongside and i promise you when you do that your needs will be met yeah your desires will be met yeah you'll be taken care of i promise um, there's a beauty in giving yourself on behalf of somebody else, on laying aside what you think you may need in that moment to invest into somebody who in that moment desperately needs your love, um, your support, your encouragement, mm-hmm. and your prayers, yeah. right? Um. And not being told like, yeah, you need to get over it. <laughs> or yeah, you need to be better. Like, no, it's okay to not be okay, right? It's okay to go yes. through this. Um, but... We need one another to do it. Yeah. That so um, hopefully that's helpful to some of you. Hey, we love you guys. We are we appreciate you. Um, make sure that you rate review this podcast. Um, it means a great deal to us when you do that. It helps us kind of go up in the rankings. And make sure you connect to all things twenty four seven marriage on the website. Boot camps are coming up. Some exciting things are taking place. Um, we're coming to the end of the year, so we're gonna be talking about like maybe creating a mission for your marriage, a vision for this yes. next year. Um, and also, what do you see for your marriage in this next year? Where do you want it to be? Yeah. And how do you actually plan that together as a couple? That's, to a, actually that's arrive. a new
1: resource that's coming out the end of December.
0: There you go. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, have an amazing week. We're grateful for Remember you. Remember in
1: marriage. You don't have to. You get to. You get to.
0: Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.